1: Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. David Faber has the morning off. Market waits for Chair Powell today, speaking in the noon hour. But already the 10-year yield back near 3.7. That's a one-month high as Bostick and Kashkari talk hawkish. VIX back near 20. Our roadmap begins with the street as we await the Fed chair's remarks and seek some clarity about rates. Also, the president expected to push for quadrupling the stock buyback tax at tonight's State of the Union address. And then, of course, Microsoft and Google ramping up their AI battle with chat GPT in focus. Let's begin, though, with the markets ahead of the Fed and the chair later on today. Yesterday, Jim, it was Bostic. Uh, this morning, it's Kashkari, not lowering my rate path, still 5-4. Argues that Core Services X Housing has made little progress.
2: Well, I think it's the opposite. I think the only thing that has not made great progress is that they have not had disinflation and wages. Everything else, you know, whether it be freight, you know, housing is actually lower in a lot of the hot areas, which matters tremendously. A lot of the raw costs that go in. Obviously natural gas is so incredibly important to our fabric. And that's been that's talk about disinflation. That's crash. So I mean I, I find it that, that where we are now is that there are companies that have put through price increases and they got rolled back. And Costco will take care of food. Tyson took care of it with its own bumbling. It was one of the worst conference calls of the year. Oh, my God. It's like they should have just said, you know, it really screwed up and catch us next time. It was that bad. But there, there are lots of areas where things were quite good for Powell. And I think he can say, look, we have to do some more quarter point because I don't think he's going to come out and say, you know what, I was really wrong. I, I got to go to half point. Because it's just wage. And he can't create people. That's really the problem. Right. We're short people. I mean, yesterday, uh, there was a conference in in the Capitol about how to get more people in from El Salvador and Honduras, uh, just to get them to work here. And it was really rather amazing because we don't, don't ever think about legal ways to get those people up to help us. But, uh... I found it reassuring that some people in Washington recognize the problem. This was Columbia Sportswear told me about it, mm. that we can't just do business with China. If we want to wean ourselves from China for national security purposes, we have to go to Central America. It's kind of creative thinking.
1: I liked it. Oh, well, the Times piece yesterday looking at maybe a, a, a little wave of immigration is starting to allow us to have a hot headline jobs number and decent inflation Look, I think internals. this is going to
2: be the story. I think, that you know— and. Uh, the vice president was, ran this conference yesterday. The story is going to be, how do we have orderly immigration so that we can increase the labor pool and therefore make it so wages stabilize or get a little disinflated? And then we win. We meaning people who favor uh, not endless rate hikes. But you know, that's why Powell can't do it immediately. Look, let's let's play out. I mean, you can't just like, boat, you know, send boats to El Salvador. But you, you, it does sound like there's a lot of people working on how to get more workers here.
1: Uh, meantime, Bostick says we need to figure out if this 517,000 number is an anomaly. Morgan Stanley said you get one more of those, then fifties back on the table. Well,
2: we do know that, that a lot of people want to look through these numbers, and there's been a lot of documentation that the numbers aren't wrong. Uh, but it is odd to see all the PMIs down and this number be up. Uh, I know that I did a piece last night at the top of my show, which just said that you can make a great bull argument or a great bear argument, and yet all I hear are bear arguments. I just hear that there's no way Powell can pull this off. Uh, He has to really start really being aggressive without realizing that he's been the most aggressive in history. So let's stick with the road, you know, the roadmap. Look, he he raised last week and there were people who were saying he didn't need to raise. Well, can you imagine what a fiasco that would have been? Uh, Obviously, you'd like him to have raised a half in retrospect. But, you know, who knows? I I think that it's still good and that there are plenty of stocks to buy, but they're not the stocks people buy.
1: Speaking of bear arguments, Katie Huberty, Morgan Stanley, I know you're a big fan, no. has some chart work out today looking at, this is global industrial down cycles, Jim, yeah. but they argue that we're at the cusp of a new industrial down cycle and that they usually last about five quarters?
2: Look, I, you know I think that she's terrific, but when I read through this, his chart's that caught my eye, I wanted to say, okay, Katie, look, let's put your shoes on from your old business and recognize that 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 there are revisions leading to downgrades, but they're not really an industrial. I mean, almost everybody. Like, you know, DuPont, you could argue that there should be a downgrade, but you know, I'd say, well, look, like the part that's bad of their economy is a is, uh, semi. But you look at Carrier, which is just a terrific business that's both residential and industrial, and they're doing great. Last week, I had Otis. They're probably doing the better, best of almost every industrial other than Illinois Toolworks, Parker Hannafin, Dover. <laughs> yeah. The industrials are the leaders. They're the new leaders. And it's only in tech, like, on the really dispiriting Pinterest conference call that everyone thought was so great. Yep. Like, everyone's so happy with 3% growth. I, you, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, yeah, tech has 3% growth, and we're excited? Carl, I mean, it's all wrong. It's all upside down. What is Amazon's real growth rate?
1: the hell knows? Yeah, you're right to point to DuPont, uh, because organic up five was in line. It's a, a bottom-line beat. They did say, Jim... They see a ramp up of chips in China in Q2. They'll probably do some bolt-on work this year.
2: I have never heard a CEO more bullish about China than Ed Breed. He says it's just coming back. Period. End of story. Uh, residential doing well. I'll tell you, I, I, his EV business is doing well. He's got a water business doing well. That stock was down a dollar and a half in pre-market trading, and now in more pre-market trading, in retrospect, it's at seventy-four. So, I mean, the industrials, Katie, and we hold that chart upside down, are the saving grace of this economy. And why people don't understand that is just nuts. ITW is so positive. It
1: bothers me. Yeah, we'll get to a bunch of those earnings. There's, there's a bunch to get through this morning. Uh, but, of course, the president tonight set to deliver the State of the Union address, where he is expected to push for quadrupling the stock buyback tax. Uh, Jim, uh, this is already some figures out from B of A regarding buybacks today. Executions are actually off to a strong start this year, but announcements are not.
2: No, well, look, I, the president acts, as other presidents have, that he owns both part both the Senate and the House. And he doesn't. So I think this is probably a non-starter with the Republicans. Uh, I don't think that this is where they want to put their bread and butter. Uh, the tax has been paid. I mean, it's, you know, they've been, you take a look at Chevron. I mean, it, <laughs> $3 billion. There's a lot of money that could be that, that could be lost to Congress, so to speak. But I just don't think it's gonna happen. And I think that we can't we can't vote our dollars as if it is, because we'll end up making mistakes. Right. But look, I think we gotta stay the course on inter- industrials, not sure about uh, consumer products. Tech is slow. And that's the problem. Katie Huberty's area is slow. I mean, down. Del- 37% PCs at Dell? I mean, that's in, I, it, that's an inconceivable. I mean, I remember when Dell used to go against Compaq. And it was, who's up 9%? Who's up 11%? That, that's where the weakness is. Back but, you know, the, the, the
1: Remember the gateway days?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It just, you know, I just look at it. People don't understand that to have numbers down like that are extraordinary. And then you look at what DuPont's doing, and you say... Wow, they put through price increases. The raw costs aren't going up. The margins are really good. I want to be in Dupont, not in Intel. Right. So you're, so you were in the cyclical trade. No, oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. Oh my God, Caterpillar, which Mike Trust owns, is doing so unbelievably well. Now remember, these also. I mean, one of the things, like Carrier. Okay, so where's all this? Where's all this business coming from? So uh, Carrier would tell you, there's been thirty thousand schools built, or being built. Well, they all need Carrier. Wow. Thirty thousand. I mean, that's a gigantic business. So you, you know, the stock's down off the free cash flow number. Yeah, that's not, ludicrous.
1: Some of this was weakness in refrigeration, uh, yeah, uh, especially transport. But down <coughs> six. They, they, they basically, um, uh, they guide in line. Organic up ah, five. He was Dave looking Dave for Gitlin's six. Gitlin's
2: good. He's money in the bank. If I look at Carrier and I look at Otis, I, their, their growth is so much better than when they're underneath the ceiling of United Technologies. I don't think carriers could end up being, being down. Right. All right. I so don't. You, Look at that. It so, you short. don't
1: think that there's much value in pursuing this buyback tax idea? Never going to no. happen.
2: I mean, that's just a sideshow.
1: What about the other uh, silo we expect to get, and that is looking for bipartisan ways to regulate tech?
2: Well, those are funny. Maybe. I mean, they just, like, yes, the Republicans don't like it, the Democrats don't like it. Let the Justice Department go after it. I mean, you know, having read the 187-page brief, I'm the only one, other than Assistant Attorney General Cantor, that got through it because it's incredibly hard. I mean, that's just like a conspiracy thesis here you know, that the that your the ad buyers didn't know what Google was doing, and the ad and the ad sellers, the publishers didn't. They were marking things up. Operation Perot was about trying to fool everybody into re- thinking that they were getting a good deal when they weren't. The bidding was rigged. I mean, it's a nightmare. That Let the Justice Department handle this. The Justice Department will take care of it. Sir, the, you don't need legislation.
1: But, but do you think tonight is, is bearish for tech e- incrementally? Or oh,
2: no, it's just such an easy target. Right. It, 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 it's just easy and it's fun. The Republicans don't like them. The Democrats don't like them. But it's, it's judicial. That's what has to happen because the, these guys, they can't legislate it out of business. But they can break up Google. They can win. Right. I don't think people people yawned, okay, or told you, look, there's absolutely nothing. They looked into this in 2013. No, that's not what they're saying. They're saying ever since they got through in 2013, every year they're more powerful. Every year they're like the if the, if Goldman Sachs owned the New York Stock Exchange, they can see both both sides, and that it's time for them to pick a side, and that's what they really want. This break up Google is a false narrative, and I think that what you if you want to hurt the. Uh, Mega caps. You heard them through Justice in the FTC.
1: Right. Uh, speaking of which, we've been following uh, ATVI, mostly as a UK story now. Yeah, that uh, But is. they did Amos have results. Right. Uh, revs were ahead. It is a beat. Uh, no guide or call well, because of the pending guide. deal.
2: That, that stock should be up substantially, <laughs> but it's being handicapped by the Microsoft bid. Yes. Uh, Bobby Kotick,
1: no, though, was on Squawk. Yeah. Here's yeah, what Bobby that's said. It's
2: good, good.
3: I think there's no legitimately good reason why we shouldn't have the opportunity to compete against japanese and chinese companies and i think regulators in the eu the uk and the u.s will recognize that western companies need to be able to compete
0: and if it doesn't go through what happens
3: i think it's going to go through
1: although some argue the results are a sign that maybe if it doesn't things are okay
2: 1992 the quarter was amazing Oh my! They've cracked the code on how to make money in mobile. Uh, the this Call of Duty franchise is amazing. They've got some other titles. Bobby's really run it well. Uh, he does the party line. I mean, look—he's not going to come out while he's in, while he's agreed with Microsoft and say, "You know what? I really had it with those guys." I mean, it's not their fault. But that was a—that was about as good a quarter as you're going to get. And Take Two did not have a good quarter, and EA didn't have a
1: That's good true, quarter. That's true, actually. Uh, yeah, Take Two. Um Uh, Revenue shy. They guide
2: below. But are you starting to think
1: about Activision as a standalone?
2: I would buy it. You would. I would buy it. As a standalone thesis. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have so much momentum. They are probably the best position tech company out there right now in terms of explosion of earnings. But that's because they have all these great titles. It is. It's doing really, really well, and it's time for them to get out of that deal. But let's <laughs> let the Brits take care of it. Oh well, everything you said is true. Big deal. I mean, the company is doing in the industry. It's only one. Of them. When before they went into it, Take Two was was good, EA was good, and Activision Blizzard was okay. Then Activision Blizzard came along because, and Microsoft's going to pick them up for love. Right. But they're they're mobile. No one's making money mobile except for them. I, Bobby Kotick is very good. I think he was ready to create his own company and leave. That's not going to happen, right?
1: Uh, speaking of Microsoft, after the break, we're going to talk about this event today, which we expect to learn more about their OpenAI partnership. Regenerative. The, the Bing's Revenge, as we like to call it, <laughs> along with Google's plan after that uh, Sundar Pichai blog yesterday. Yeah. Take a look at futures here. A lot to get to ahead of Powell around lunchtime. Squawk on the streets back in a moment. Microsoft's holding a news event later today that could be related to ChatGPT. It's a day after Google unveiled its own ChatGPT rival called BARD. And then later on today, our John Fort will sit down with Microsoft's Satya Nadella. first on CNBC coming up at 2 p.m. Eastern time.
2: Wow, that's going to be great. Yeah. Look, I I look at this. First, let me just say that people are going to lose fortunes. On all these ancillary AI plays.
1: Well, you, you said this morning on Twitter, how long do we have to put up with this oh, nonsense? Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: so painful. I mean, I, I can already, I'm tabulating how much money people are going to lose. It's pretty big. Uh, people really have to, it doesn't matter. I can tell people till the cows come home not to play this game, AI, and they're going to do it. And then when it's bad, they're going to blame me for saying you should buy it. Because that's how Prague. The pre- previous it, we, CEO of Twitter said I'm a top 10 hater. Hey, it,
1: it's the Kramer cycle.
2: Yeah, happens. I mean, it's I'm saying point blank that if you buy the AI thesis right now, you're going to lose money. And I will be known as the guy who put you in AI. You sound hounds. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then I'll call them, you know, I, I can't call them morons because that just makes it worse. These ill-advised people. But, yeah, I mean, Alphabet's got a thing. Bing stinks. And so, like, maybe they, can, they had 9% share. it yeah, is. the tweet. I mean, but people don't listen. I mean, there was an article, a fabulous article in the Journal this weekend about all the things that the retail people did wrong. And it's everything I've urged people not to do. Oh, and the, yet, the, the guys was,
1: who had a million five yeah, and lost it Yeah, Lamborghini.
2: And the only thing he didn't say was it was Kramer's fault. I was like, <laughs> why is it Kramer's fault? I mean, how can he possibly say that he lost money without mentioning me as the reason? Uh, but, look, there is something to Bing. The tougher thing is Google, because Google is really ad-driven. So you won't have to look at your cell phone, you know, take me to the best X. Well, then there's usually a queue of many. And then, no, no, you won't need to look at the queue. So Bing is the big winner. Uh, Alphabet, I think that the Bard, well, I like that, Shakespeare. Yes. Uh, But they don't have the mojo. Ah,
1: Peach I talked about taking their time, uh, high bar for security, safety. Um, Baidu, by the way, pre-market up about wow, 13% well, as they plan to launch their own style box. Yeah,
2: that's good. It's really stupid. It's really important to lose money. Hey, let's say we were doing a different show. Remember I did my life's too short to like, yes. this is like, you know, it's something like how to lose money as quickly as possible. And we, that's the name of the show. We'll call it, that's the one. The one o'clock is that. Losing money fast. Are
1: you talking about in the context of Microsoft or like C3 AI? No,
2: no, no. Okay, so there's a note out today. I don't want to mention who did it because when Davidson's about, oh, shoot, I just mentioned it. Okay, here we go. C3 AI, not too late to participate in generating AI. Uh, This is the most, you know, this is all we They are platform agnostic. Uh, okay. Stock's
1: up almost 3x in a month. Well, buy.
2: let's just buy it because it's not too late. And then it's the most impactful technology in years. See, this is the kind of thing that is so dangerous because, yes, it does matter. Chat GPT can matter. But when you see this kind of frenzy, it is NFT, OK? Uh, it is what we first saw with crypto. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty much all every one of these. I mean, I could argue, I put together a list earlier today, but they're all, they're all kind of the same meme, these meme stock, meme, meme thoughts. Right. And I just don't want people to lose money. But that's not, you know, people don't care. Yeah.
1: We're going to talk more about some of the, uh, the swings this week, whether it's AMC yesterday, Bed Bath.
2: Oh, uh, my don't God. Know, don't... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get Kramer's Dash. We'll count down to the opening bell. Uh, take a look here at futures here uh, as the Dow's down about 130 on this Tuesday. Don't go anywhere.
4: Every day.
1: Time for Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell.
2: Yeah, no, I'm trying to say industrial versus tech. So Pinterest, every, Pinterest was down very badly reported because the number looked bad. So then they looked through it and they said, well, you know, wow, the operational uh, expenses are much better. They're showing rigors. Todd Morgan uh, but Todd, best of luck to you. CFO, he's leaving. I really liked him. And the next thing you know, everyone's all excited because they had 4% revenue growth. And it's raw, raw for 4%. Now, if I want 4%, I can go and uh, get a utility. I mean, AEP is probably going to grow close to 3% and it's got a good yield. I mean, the the excitement about engagement and cost-cutting, I don't want that from tech. I don't want that. I want growth, profitable growth. I don't want, wow, they made the number because they fired people or they... No! Yeah. This is all nonsense, what, Carl. What, what about, AI was what very about important.
1: the argument that we've... Um... We've reached a period where tech is disciplined. They're going to consider profits as well as growth. I mean, by the way, the revenue guide is one to three on these guys. Well,
2: that's my point. Look, I want good sales growth, and I want them to not have to spend a fortune to get it. Everyone was so excited about Pinterest last night, and I come back and I say, Really? Is that what we're excited about? Are we really excited about 4% growth when I can go to Caterpillar and get 10% growth? I'd rather go to an industrial get 10% growth, and then if, if the Fed's actually almost finished, wow. All right. And if I, China goes back like DuPont said, wow.
1: How long How long do you think this thesis can last?
2: The AI thesis, they talk about AI. Uh, no,
1: I mean, your cyclical over tech thesis.
2: Well, I years. actually, uh, as long as Katie Ubris says, it's <laughs> where you've been. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think so, if China comes back years. We're ascending. The United States is ascending everywhere. Uh, China's growth is that good. Eurozone coming back. Yeah. But our companies have figured out, our co- our industrial companies are well ahead of our tech companies in being lean. And I think that we're giving tech way too much credit for engagement. Uh, engagement per share reminds me of eyeballs. So I thought Pinterest was the initial uh, take being down was a good take. Yeah.
1: Uh, That's a good one. We'll explore that a bit later. Uh, Opening Bell's coming up in a few moments. And by the way, you can always catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Back in a moment.
3: We've seen no progress so far, virtually no progress in core services, x housing and that's very tied to the labor market. And So we slice this all different ways to try to give us information about where inflation is headed. I'm not seeing that we've made enough progress yet to declare victory.
1: That's Kashkari this morning uh, on Squawk, on the heels of his comments earlier, Jim. June Fed funds futures back to the November peak almost. I know.
2: but Look, look I, I think that that's a little hyperbolic, what he said, virtually no progress, because there's virtually progress in everything other than wages. Now, he could have said we've made virtually no pro- no progress in keeping wages down. I think that I could buy into that after the five hundred thousand. But you know, I need to I need to see what he's talking about that's different from what I've got. And it's not. Uh, well, the same data I heard.
1: have. I've seen some charts this week looking at say hotel room rates beginning to soften a bit. Airfares should soften if they're gonna if they're, unless they're gonna keep all the money they're saving on, on gas. Yeah, no,
2: but then we've got really unbelievable numbers from uh, Steve Schur at at Hertz, where you have a twenty percent twenty-eight percent increase in Corporate, which I thought was pretty amazing, ninety percent plus interest. Uh, you've got in uh, for people who use Uber cars. More than fifty percent of people who are coming from overseas. Mm. So travel's still big. And Steve, look, Steve query at Marketing Express was the greatest conference call because he just said people are really yeah. The Steve Sure number. We're going to talk to him meet. at ten a.m. I know. I told him. I said. You- well, I said, how could you not come on? You know, I have my conference calls. Well, you give me a break. Come <laughs> on, when I'm there, for, son of a. Well, whatever. I like Sher. I like him. You know, it's interesting. The new Steve Sher, the more diplomatic Sher. Most of the calls were f box <laughs> yes. when, when he was a cold. Yes, yes. Now he's like, hey, how's it going? Um,
1: yeah, Hertz was a beat. Uh, U.S. transactions up one. Pricing with a beat. Uh, so we're, we're watching travel obviously very closely. So let's get to the opening bell and the CNBC Real Time Exchange of the big board. It's spice company McCormick.
2: I happen to like them, man. I know had, you do. They had a very uh, they had a, a, a quarter that was suboptimal, very suboptimal quarter, and the stock is really low. It's got a two percent yield at it slow it's a great contrary play they had raw cost problems if if, if you can get raw cost problems unsolved that's a great situation but they did have raw cost problems they were bad they supply chain problems they have not i mean a lot of companies still have supply chain problems you're yeah. always
1: shocked yeah but the nasdaq by the way it's deloitte provider of audit consulting And tax services. Jim, on the meme stuff that we mentioned, uh, Bed Bath, of course, doubling yesterday on the news of this equity raise. You actually, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic on Twitter when you said it's brilliant using this opportunity. I have
2: been saying that when the meme guys raise your stock, like Atomer, you've got to take advantage of it and, and issue stock that you couldn't otherwise, because you were left for dead at 2 bucks. At 5 bucks, you could go on the backs of them. They don't know what they're doing. Bed Bath knew. It's almost as if Bed Bath had watched this again and again and was, boom, ready to just hit them with everything they had. Now, it's not like they're trying to lose money for people. They're just taking advantage of the stupidity of the mean people and banging them. And it's kind of funny because they really were ready to just kibosh everybody who bought it. Now there were two hundred, like two hundred fifty million shares traded yesterday, and there's only one hundred seventeen million shares. So it's like whoever's advising them is like some Alex Carter guy, just really figured out that the memesters are morons. So let's just co-opt them, use them, crush them, get so we have another you know play to live another day. And I think that the memesters really have to understand their game is now up.
4: The meaning, jig is up.
2: Meaning what? We're on Well, them? if you're Bed Bath and you're about to go under and they take your stock to five, well, you've got a plan to to uh, crush them and, and make money. And then you can say, hey, guys, look, we made money. You're OK.
1: So you think we're wiser than we were in the spring of 21? The
2: companies are so much smarter and the memesters are just as dumb as always. So uh, I don't mean to offend anybody, so, but I am offending a particular cohort. <laughs> but in other
1: words, when the fat pitch comes over the plate, these exactly. corporate treasurers exactly. are gonna be like boom.
2: Exactly. It's like yeah, that's the best example because I mean they were left for dead and they you know they were they owed money, uh, they they missed a payment, and then the memesters take the stock to five. At the moment they take it to five, these the company comes in and blasts them and just is able to raise money on a convertible preferred and warrants that really uh, just just obliterate the meme people. And I, I can't think. You know, there's 46 million shares have traded already. There's only 117 million shares outstanding. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that I find it's like a, it's like a, kind of a bad soap opera. Yeah. And, and you know the memesters deserve it though. They're we're, foolish. Where the, fl- the float
1: dead. is flipping more than once a day. Yeah,
2: but that's so you're not understanding about them, the memesters, because they are. While it's happening, you got to let them play out. I won't do that. I am saying I was yesterday I was urging people to sell it at five and five and a half and six, and they hated me for doing that. But I was trying to get in ahead of what I thought would be an obvious ploy by Bed Bath to raise money on their backs. And they delivered. Matter of fact, they're better at selling stock than they are at selling towels.
1: Um, AMC had more, I guess, fundamental news on this dynamic pricing that's coming to theaters, well, although it's pressing up against the 200-day again.
2: Well, Adam Aaron, of course, he's the master of doing what I just described. And the best thing was when he sold in stock for himself. And, but he said it. You know, he gave you a heads up. I'm selling for myself here. You, can, you guys can sell, but they, no, they don't want to sell. They don't like selling. It's not in their lexicon. Uh, it's diamond hands. Right. They'd rather be blown out and be proud. <laughs> I lost money, and I'm proud. All I have left is this t shirt. What are they doing? They don't understand the capital s- system. They didn't understand that Bed Bath Beyond was on its last legs. So they take it up for whatever reason, and then Bed Bath lives to play again. But on the backs of the people who took it up.
1: It's it's a it's a good gut check on the on the price action that we saw yesterday.
2: I'm waiting. You know, if they come out with a statement about regenerative AI that they're using <laughs> to sell sheets, is that the then new, it's is, game that, over. is that
1: the new crypto? Press oh release? my god!
2: They have like unbelievable sheets. I went in. I was the only person who was in, so I was really able to see everything. And, you know, if they come out for toasters, we have our AI toaster. AI
1: toasters. Wow. Uh, Jim, pretty good action in semis. I think it's on the back of Skyworks.
2: Uh, well, Skyworks was good. They did a good job. Yep, little buyback. And, and uh, you know, Liam Griffin has made his quarter every single time. Those are real numbers. He puts up real numbers. He's got what Apple wants. Now, of course, people think Apple's doing badly. It's very hard for Apple doing badly with Skyworks doing well. But Liam can't talk. Remember, the First World Fight Club can't talk about Fight Club. Liam can't come on and say, listen, the Apple orders are great. But of course, the journalists come out and say the Apple orders are bad. You should sell Apple. And they've kept you out of Apple. I mean, remember, at, the journalists have said sell at $160. Uh, no, I'm sorry, sell at 120 and buy at 160 And they're going to do it again. Skyworks has told you again and again when Apple's doing well. You just have to follow the app, follow the Skyworks money, and you're gonna to get to it. Liam is very transparent. NVIDIA, of course, is up because of regenerative. <laughs> yes. Uh, but for Skyworks,
1: that's, that's an eight-month high there, but you think it's a canary on Apple's uh, price. Yeah. Place.
2: I think, well look, I think that when you look at how well Skyworks is done and you look at at, at how well Apple has done, Skyworks leads Apple. In the stock, and then Apple comes out and says things are better, and that China got a little better, and we're doing better, and they're doing the ultra. I mean, you know, when I talked to Tim Cook last week, uh, it was, the confidence level is so high it, that you don't say, wow, Tim Cook doesn't know what he's doing, because that's a, that's false. He knows better than anyone. So when he tells you that it's really pretty good, don't say that it's bad. Right.
1: Um, let's do some RCL. Uh, interesting. Actually, travel names are not doing too badly today. Narrower than expected loss. Uh, revenue does miss, but they guide roughly in line. Jim, they talk about this record-breaking wave season. Well,
2: I learned from from Frank Del Rio that that what really matters is the wave season, and the uh, the reservations are literally off the charts. People are cruising again. And Frank has said that many times. I think I, I think that, you know, we're used to Richard Fain. We don't have him. I don't know the new CEO. But this company, the stock is deserves to be up. They've done, they did a very good job.
1: Uh, well, considering the dark days where they were completely like, existential crisis. People want to cruise.
2: I mean, look, I, my, my daughter took a cruise. I was going to take a cruise. I was taking a cruise, and it was, unfortunately, because of COVID, it was canceled. But cruising is a great, it's a great bargain. But remember, people are traveling because it's YOLO and life's too short. My life's too short ETF is coming along just fine. Those are all my life's too short ETFs. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Throw Hurts in there, and it's uh, Oh, my yeah, God. Hertz. Life's really short. Right.
2: That's the Steve sure. Life's yep, short. Okay. Steve, um, take it easy.
1: If, David, were here, we might mention CVS,
2: right? Oh, my God, Reports yeah. Now, this. that is about Medicare Advantage, which Aetna was disadvantaged at. I think it's a very good deal, but CVS is hitting a 52-week low and does yield almost 3%. I thought it made sense. Uh, this is a war between CVS and Walgreens to get more customers, and CVS needed this. So, I, and by the way, Oak Street's good. It's a good product. I, I have Humana, which I think is the best in Medicare Advantage, and I say that, uh, one thing I'll tell you is that may- I hope you get to the age of Medicare but when you're there I had to hire a consultant because everybody's the best mm. and it turned out Humana was the best because they didn't do well last year so they've had layer on some new benefits but uh, this is a this is a free-for-all and you want to grab these people and I think that CVS stock should be up not down UMANA's doing doing great job but the, the this the secular the the rotation out of this group is just
1: Horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Well, Given what we've been through the last few right. days.
2: People like the industrials.
1: Uh, Chegg, going to get hurt, uh, not I'll... just on the guide, which you argued wasn't all that bad. All right, bad. I, just...
2: all right. <laughs> I want to talk about Chegg for a sec. Dan Sweg, fantastic guy. The stock was a three, came on the show, and sent people to buy it. But there's a moment in the call, actually, there were several moments of the same theme, which is that you see school's not rigorous, so you don't need us. When you came back from COVID, school's not rigorous. Okay, now, I, I want to put the stop sign up there because I think school's as rigorous as it was before COVID. So I'm not buying what he selling, hmm. Dan. I'm not buying it. So then Dan went with other reasons why. But the, the not rigorous came up several times. Like, people are not using our stuff because school's not that hard.
1: Education standards are lower?
2: Yeah. Or- as we said. It's good. Yeah. People are unlike uh, Michael Corleone. People aren't going to college to get stupid. So no, I'm not. I'm not a believer in what Rosenzweig was selling. But I do suggest that people listen to the call because yep. it's very Alice in Wonderland. It's like through the looking glass. It's great. Pay no. Oh no, it's also a Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the down four. Pay no attention to that. Stop looking behind the curtain for heaven's sake. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Key by the way does go to sector weight. Uh, yeah. No,
2: key didn't get taken in. He. Right. He got the, got the real. <laughs> uh, Jim I like we- to say, I want to say everybody's doing well. I can do that. Take-Two is really good, and I really like the way Chegg was, was and I'm really trying to buy Pinterest. And then everyone would love me. That's what the analysts do. Like, you know, off the record, they're saying, well, that was a really bad quarter. And the question is they start by saying Congratulations congratulations you know, I, I really like that. And you're absolutely right. My daughter goes to school and she says it's the dummies retreat and I gets away. It used to be well, no, they don't say that, but but the subtext is I buy into this that school's no longer rigorous. Are you kidding? That that's the thesis? No. The company's not doing as well. But Strauss selling it to his credit, said, hey, you know what? We're not doing as well. And by the way, Strauss did not go AI. He did not go A.I. <laughs> right. And that stock, because of the truth that he gave you, is up. That's it's interesting. up. Because uh, he s- says, we screwed up. We're going to get better. I like
1: that. Yep. That's a, that's, that's a pretty good treatment after guiding the March quarter below.
2: <gasps> you know, he said, look, you got to have faith in me. We're going to have a better year. And boy, he, he Farley, he went all Farley. By the way, Farley apparently uh, using my comments about Tesla, uh being a better buy, as kind of like, you know, put it in your locker, put it on the board. Oh, really? Yeah, like, we're gonna obliterate Kramer you mean, here. Your,
1: your your critics are your best friends? Yes, I love
2: that. <laughs> and I gotta tell you what, I'd say, listen to take two, and like Strauss did not say, we're gonna do it with AI. He did not say, look, don't pay attention to how we did. But he did say, I am money good, but I did a bad job. It's all on me. I found that refreshing. Oh, that's interesting. It was refreshing to have a guy be like a really good NFL coach? So it, look, I didn't do a good job. Right. And that's how the stock goes up. Like admitting, thing, admitting it.
1: Jim, on oil and energy, there's been some discussion the last couple of days about why oil couldn't catch a bid yeah. uh, in this uh, soft landing thesis. It is today. And of course, we have BP uh, talking about buybacks and sort of turning the dial back on their renewable strategy. Yeah,
2: although, yeah, they're, they're kind of they're doing it in- the independent oil companies in our country, stocks are going down. Now, I think that oil is finding a bottom here. Uh, and if you do feel that way, you should own the independent permeants, because they're all at their lows. And they seem very attractive to me. I'm not writing off oil with oil. I'm not writing off the oil companies with oil going up. Right. That seems counterintuitive. Right.
1: But where is where do you think the floor is right now? Do you think I think 70. You feel 70 is yeah, 70? Yeah, well, I
2: mean, remember we used to talk about China opening and then everyone wrote off I mean, we're so short-sighted. I mean, we had three days where China wasn't open. I mean, how about Ed Breen? OK, so Ed Breen is, he's run DuPont. This is a seasoned CEO. And he's saying, look, China is coming back. So am I supposed to say, no, Ed, you who don't know anything, I know better, even though I haven't been there? No. China's coming back. And therefore, I want to own oil. It's almost a, almost a 52-week high
1: on DuPont. I mean, just a couple, maybe a month or two look, short.
2: He, he did a very good job. Uh, you know, Ed Breen is a guy, again, another guy who said, look, there's problems here, there's problems here. But the secret with DuPont, why it's up, it, like many industrials, they raise price more than the raw costs. And now the raw costs are coming down, the margins are expanding. That's what you owe. That is a real stock. Doing real things. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. You know, its it's been a year where we were watching Europe and thinking about their inter- would be energy crisis and could chemical Didn't companies produce and what was BASF going to do, right? Oh, Remember all that?
2: Oh my God. Yeah, Ludwigshafen. They're just totally based in Western Germany. But I, I look at what, at what Ed's doing at DuPont and I say, he's buying back fortunes. Just a huge amount of stock he bought back in the last quarter. He's got more firepower. He believes in his company, and he believes in himself. Uh, take two. He believes in his company, and he believes in himself. Chegg, schools are just not as rigorous as they used to be. School's easy. They don't need my product.
1: Hmm. Um, we're going to get some retail names in the coming weeks. I know Canada Goose had a five-year plan unveiled.
2: Yeah, uh, there's somebody who raised, raised trying to fill price target recent from gap. 19 to yep. 20. Yep. Well, there you go. That's just positive. I, I think that... That they can maybe tell a good story about 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 China. I don't know. I had Columbia Sports on last night. I thought they told a really good story. The stock's down, and they've got the Sorrel brand is very hot. Uh, they have Jalen Hurts uh, as a guy who's getting more uh, a lot a lot of TikTok. A lot of Jalen Hurts, the only guy. Who, how can everyone not? Being, you know, Mahomes has got, how many times do I have to see, like, here, <laughs> <laughs> buy, what is that? Call to get a quote today. Like Andy Reid does this, and you buy state funds? <laughs> I, I haven't figured that out. If you <laughs> can <laughs> tell me how they're related, then I can go and do Geico, you know, hey, like Columbia Sportsman, Geico. Really what quick. What is that?
1: Did you see the journal piece where uh, $16 billion in legal or illegal bets likely this week? It's double last year.
2: I I say take the Travis Kelsey is going to have six and a half catches. That, to me, is the layup trade uh, of what Jason Robbins is offering. Jason's stock is coming back. (laughs) I did not know his father had been a long-term time professor at, at Miami, University of Miami. But I think that this is I've always felt that Jason can't make all the money he needs until every state adopts it. And California didn't. But, yeah, the, in terms of legal, you got to check out that Kelson debt. Mm. That's it. That's a home that's run. That's
1: good. We can't wait for media day uh, l- later in the week. Uh, so Dow's down 110 to start. Let's get to Bob Pisani, who is in Miami Beach at that exchange ETF conference. Hey, Bob.
0: Another beautiful day down here, Carl. 2,000 RIAs gathered to try to figure out the state of the economy and the state of the stock market. And there is an awful lot of confusion down here, I can tell you that. Look at the markets here at the open. So third down day in a row for the S&P 500. Two to one, declining to advancing stocks. But some of the risk on stuff is doing a little better. Metals and mining, energy, uh, semiconductors are strong. Staples are still having a really tough time. Procter, Johnson & Johnson, just a really tough start. Uh, to the year. But overall, it's a very confusing time. Talking to the registered investment advisors here or the attendees at this conference, they're having a hard time trig- trying to figure out a few things here. They want a consistent story to tell their clients, and they don't have one. So there's a lot of confusion on the economy and a confusion on the rally in 2023. This is the kind of documents they're passing around. They're amazed at the rebound in the stuff that got really beaten up. Small caps are having a great start to the year. Most of these people are underinvested in small uh, small caps, growth, underinvested. That's having a great start. International, underinvested. Great start to the year. Even the bond market has been rallying modestly with U.S. bonds. It's AGG up about three percent. Meantime, the other big topic here is how much more is left of the tech rally again. Many of these investment advisors underinvested in technology. They're handing around the stock charts down here with Tesla, NVIDIA, uh, AMD, Netflix up 23 percent. Even uh, Amazon is rallying this year with a disastrous last year, up more than 20 percent. Micron, Apple's up 17 percent. Netflix is up uh, uh, strong here. Uh, as well. Uh, So you see the story here. Uh, They're basically underinvested in the stuff that's been rallying in the last six weeks and they want to figure out what to tell their investors. Do they need to get back in? They're not sure quite how to explain the tech rally. A lot of them currently believe that the main reason for the tech rally is because of the after effect of tax loss selling, not necessarily a fundamental rebound. So a lot of people trying to explain away uh, the tech rally here. The big issue is here what's going to happen with the uh, market. Well, can we reverse this What would reverse it? So uh, everybody here agrees if we get any evidence of inflation reaccelerating or any downturn uh, more significant than anybody's expecting is fine. But one thing everybody agrees on here right now is that that strong jobs report is no reason at all to sell off the stock market. They love it because it's easier to support the soft landing story that's an easier sell to their clients right now. So one person everybody wants to hear from here today is Tim Buckley. Buckley is the CEO of Vanguard. He doesn't talk much. He doesn't make a lot of public appearances. He's going to be on here, but he's going to be on with us exclusively at 440. We'll talk about why bonds are a competitive asset class. They're very big on bonds, uh, the focus on long-term investing, and why you might have to expect some lower equity returns in 2023. They had that theme in 2022, and I think Buckley's going to repeat it with us again. We'll be right here on the air with Tim Buckley, 440 Eastern Time today. Carl, back to
1: you. All right, Bob. Seen a bit. Uh, Bob Pisani in Miami Beach today. As we go to break, let's check bonds. Obviously, everybody's waiting for Powell in the 12 p.m. hour, East Coast, at the Economic Club of uh, Washington. Uh, Ten-year yield off the session highs, uh, 3.65 at the moment. Uh, Two-year just south of four and a half. As uh, we get some data, but not really until later in the week. We'll be right back. Some S&P gainers this morning, uh, definitely in the uh, travel and semi-space. We mentioned RCL and Skyworks earlier, uh, followed by some industrials. Uh, we talked quite a bit about DuPont this morning and some of their guidance about a China reopening, especially a chip ramp in the second quarter. Dow's down 113, holding on to 4,100. We'll get stopped Trading with Jim after a break.
2: Let's get to Jim and Stop Trading. OK, I sound like I'm overly critical of tech, but let me tell you why I say I want, where I want growth. Aecom, which is a boring technical company with, with thousands of engineers, hits an all-time high today. Why? Because the federal infrastructure money is coming, and you can't build roads without engineers. Now, this stock is—it tells it sells at twenty-four times earnings. This is the old. This is the new Intel, not Intel meaning they're making chips. I mean, these guys are using like you know, construction equipment, but the engineer, the science, the power of mind is not at regenerative AI. At whatever tech company is claiming it has it, it's the companies that are getting all that money to build the plants, the factories. Jacobs like that because all think about all the bills that pass, recklessly or whatever, like the IRA. That's all goes to any I'm company. I'm with you, uh,
1: but I just wonder that what what about when when Intel slashes capex or when Meta cuts capex?
2: Well, I, that's so. like I like. Good tasting tuna, not tuna with good taste. <laughs> I want, mean, I, I want sales, yeah. and these guys have sales, yeah. and the sales they can't. Here's what I like about it: they can't handle all the business they have. The other guys who are making phone calls. Hear the phone phones ringing. That's, That's the way you distinguish. How about making tonight? Oh my God! Talk about places that, that, that you don't have to make phone calls. Uh, Chipotle. And okay, then yes. Lynn. Now Lynn's a good example. The headlines are like Dupont. It looks like they're doing awful. The stock's down four. And then on conference call they say, "Listen, we have more orders. There's things are fabulous." Now it's up seven. I mean, people should stop trading. No, no. People should buy Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Carl, if I just say that everything's good, I get in much less trouble. Yes. My wife yes. always says, no, "Just don't." What? What's the point of the truth? I said, well, I don't know. I think I'm paid this. We the truth. we
1: appreciate it. That's what we it's love about That's I'm paid for. We'll see you tonight Okay. Uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Coming up in the next hour, the CEO of Hertz, as we mentioned earlier, stock rising on its latest earnings beat as the markets are having some trouble getting out of the red. S&P's down seven. Back in two. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
3: What's on the horizon for financial markets?